go to Mark chapter 12. That's why I like studying and preaching through books. I don't chase rabbits. Some rabbits need to be chased and shot five times. But we're not chasing rabbits. We're preaching the Word of God. Say amen. And Mark chapter 12, verse 28 through 34 is where we're at. Going through the book of Mark. How many has enjoyed this uh, book on uh, the gospel of Mark that's uh, preaching series? Say amen. Have you, uh, you've been faithful. I appreciate it. Now we're off this morning. I don't know where half our choir is. But I hope they don't lose their song and they're still singing. They're on the beach. I hope they're a uh, coast. Independent Baptist say coast, not beach. When you're on the coast, you ought to be still singing. Say amen. Good to see Brother Chris and Miss Gina Tarvin with us. Uh, I thought I recognized him when he walked in. They've been through a lot. and We have prayed for them many, many, many hours uh, to lose, I think, three grandchildren in, in one night by fire. Takes the grace of God. I believe Brother Tarvin could get up and give a testimony about the amazing grace that y'all sung about. Amen? I appreciate people that go on anyway, even though when their heart's broke. Just, there's no place to park, as Lester Roloff used to say. Just got to keep on going for God. But we have been praying for y'all so much, and of course the family, mom and daddy. Mark chapter 12, verse 28 through 34. How many love the Lord? Say amen. amen. I mean, you really love the Lord. Say amen. That's what I'm going to preach on. I got up with uh, Lester Olaf on my heart this morning when he brought those girls and he would, he would uh, look at those girls and say, Oh girls, do you love Jesus? And they'd sing out. I mean, drug addicts, prostitutes, off the street say, Oh yes, we love Jesus. Then he'd sing. He, he couldn't sing, but he sung anyway. And he'd, he'd like me. He thinks he can sing. And he said, Uh, Oh, girls, why do you love Jesus? And they'd sing, this is why I love Jesus, I think. Because He first loved me. And then they'd go into that song, Oh, how I love Jesus. I mean, it'd touch anybody's heart. Because we know where they came from. The streets. And thank God for old men of God that would not compromise, fault the government on his right to have a girl's home, preach the King James Bible, and stood for God. And I believe with all my heart, when that plane went down, they went up. And I believe when it was going down in that storm, and all those girls perished and he perished, I believe they were probably singing, Oh girls, do you love Jesus? Oh yes, we love Jesus. Well, tell me why you love Jesus. Because he first loved me. Do you love Jesus? That's the question. And You know, last week we preached on them trying to trick all oh, the Sadducees, sad you see. And if you're a Sadducee, you are sad. Uh, the Pharisees, the Sadducees trying to trip our Lord. You can't ever trip our Lord. You can't debate Him. He's right. You might as well just submit. Say amen. And they want to know about these, this lady's going to have eight husbands in, in heaven. Which husband would it be? And that, you know, they're just trying to trick Him. And then uh, the, the week before, it was, it was a question on taxes. They tried to trick Him. Uh, you can't trick the Lord. In the parable of the householder, uh, the fruit from the vineyard, have faith in God is the answer. And folks, God's authority. He's Lord. He's Lord of all. And then here's another guy come, and I don't know if he really wanted to trick him. He might have really had a, a question on his heart. I don't mind people asking questions if they want to answer, but I hate people that try to ask a question to debate. And that's exactly what these, guys, these jokers were doing. Look at verse 28. Let's stand on the Word of God, and I'll preach 28 through 34. 
Y'all pray for me this morning. It's been a good week. Some of my best listeners are down, though. Brother Gary Harris, been flat on his back since Monday. Um, Brother Howard Clore, uh, he wanted to be here so bad. Uh, his colon ruptured, but he's home. And there's a, lot of, there's a lot of good listeners I miss. But they're probably listening by way of Internet, I hope. And one of the fra- uh, scribes came having heard them reasoning together, and perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, what is the first commandment of all? Now he, he perceived that he answered them well. Amen? And Jesus answered him, The first of all commandments is here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like, namely this, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, There is none other commandment greater than these. And the scribe said unto him, Well, Master, uh, thou hast said the truth, for there is one God, and there is none other but He. And to love Him with all thy heart, with all thine understanding, with all thy soul, and with all thy strength, and to love his neighbor as himself, is more than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. He's getting it, isn't he? And when Jesus saw that he answered discreetly, he said to him, Thou art not far from the kingdom of heaven. And no man after that does ask him any questions. The debate's over. God is Lord. And Jesus is Lord. Amen. You may be seated as I pray. Father, thank you for the good song service. We did miss the choir members that weren't here. But God, the ones that were here, I believe, sang in the Spirit and was a blessing to all of us. We thank you for the good song, the good song leader. God, we just thank you that we got a good theme. That's you to sing about and worship. And Lord, I pray that everybody in here worshiped you and didn't just go through the motions of trying some ritual this morning. God, we want to love you more sincerely. We want to love you supremely. God, we want to love you no matter what it takes, even sacrifice. But dear God, help us never to leave our first love. And Lord, may you be our first love. So Lord, fill us, God, with your Spirit, which is the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit is love, and help us to love you more. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. The Jewish book of the law, the first five books of our English Bible, I explained last week the Sadducees, that's all they believed. And they took it out of context. And they became almost legalists. And that means you believe that works plus grace saves you. That's legalism. It's not standards. It's not being independent, fundamental, cantankerous, against everything, independent Baptist. It means you add works to the grace of God. And folks, I want to tell you something. There is no sinner that can work enough to pay the sin debt. There's only one, Jesus Christ, who paid it all. So works, salvation, lowers uh, Calvary to just a puddle of nothing. Folks, I thank God Jesus paid it all and it was enough. But they had 16, they said had six, 613 laws given to men. And the laws, 248, were considered positive. And 365 of them, one for every day of the year, was considered negative. If you want to get around some negative people, just hang around some Pharisees for a while. 
they'll, they'll, they'll put you right under the ground of depression. And folks, religious people are sad because they're trying to climb a ladder to heaven instead of going through the cross. And folks, we see that they compelled men to do certain things while others forbid men from certain activities. And these 613 laws that form the basis for the Jewish belief and practice um, was practiced by these religious elites called Pharisees and scribes, doctors and lawyers. They debated about these 613 uh, laws because they sure, sure, sure couldn't keep them all. And the debate was this, which one's the greatest? And then they tried to put these in categories of, uh, you know, uh, uh, major laws and minor laws. And so in the context, the Lord comes to Jesus and said, you know, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of all this fussing and fighting and debating and wondering and trying to figure out which law is the, the, the best and which one law is the least. And he comes to him and says, Lord, I noticed and perceived you answered them well. He has the answer. We don't have the answer. Brother Tarvin, we don't have the answer. We can't live on explanations. We've got to live by promises. Say amen. We've got to live by grace and not by law. We've got to live by not our figuring, but we've got to live by faith. We can't even live... By feelings. I wish some, some people had a little more feelings towards God. But y'all can't all be emotional like me. You can't always tell how much gas is in the tank by the toot of the horn. Amen. And you can't always tell how spiritual somebody is because how, much, how loud they shout. Some of y'all wouldn't shout at the rapture. But I want to tell you this, friend. It's how you walk when you hit the ground. Say amen. And so a lot of people talk the talk. They don't walk the walk. But I want to tell you this, I believe we can all love Jesus. I believe we can all love God. And I believe our love can show by our faithfulness, our service, our enthusiasm towards the things of God. He is the Lord. And sometimes we kind of delegate Him to an obligation and a duty. And God help you and God deliver you from just going through the motions of being a good Christian. Oh, friend, do you love Jesus? Well, Jesus said the greatest of all the laws is that you ought to love the Lord thy God with all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all thy strength. This is the first commandment, and the second one uh, is like, namely this, that thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. Well, that really... Knock the wind out of the 613 laws. That really disappointed probably a lot of Pharisees in the background. Maybe this guy was sincere. But I guarantee you there were some Pharisees flocking around like vultures that wanted to see our Lord trip up. Well, I want to tell you something. He never tripped up. He set his face like a flint towards Calvary. He's faithful. He is perfect. He is omnipotent. He's all power. He's all knowing. He's God. And folks, I want to tell you, I love Him for being the Lord. Not a Lord, but the Lord. Not a way, but the way. Not a truth, but the truth. Not a life, but the life. He, there's nobody like Him. Say amen. And folks, I'm glad we can worship such a God. And that we can love Him. 
And I want to tell you something, friend. He's not a mean God like a Marine sergeant telling you you can't do this and you ought to do that and you can't do that. And if you don't do that, I'm going to whoop the devil out of you. Some of you need the devil whooped out of you. Amen. I do too. But folks, I want to tell you something. One thing about it, you can't get it whooped out of you. You got to love it out of you. Just love the Lord more than you love the things of the world. Love the world more than you love yourself. There's our big problem. We're too concerned about ourselves. It's called pride. And God said He hates it. But He loves those. Anyway. I want you to see the asking of the question. Describe His asking. The stimulus for that is He heard what they, He said about the eight husbands and one wife. Now you know why she died prematurely. But anyway, and, and didn't want to figure out which one was going to be whose. And we're going to have such a close relationship in heaven it's going to be even closer than husband and wife. I can't imagine that. That's wonderful. I'm so close to my wife, I'd marry her again. <laughs> Amen. Bring that apple pie, honey. Wednesday. I looked at her. I said, wouldn't that be nice? She said, this Wednesday? I said, yeah, just Lord laid on my heart. Praise God. Apple pie. I mean, we didn't have a staff meeting on it. Didn't discuss it for two months. It just, apple pie was laid on my heart. Y'all want to do it? Amen. Who would like to make an apple pie? Raise your hand. Okay, we might not be doing it. Amen. But anyway, I'll go to McDonald's afterwards. Amen. <laughs> They're only 50 cents. Hallelujah. But anyway, let's get back on track. I want you to see the character of this great command. Folks, it's all about relationship. The first commandment refers to the relationship of man with God. I want you to know this. I want you to know it really straight. Your relationship with God is the most important relationship you got. Say amen. You shouldn't put your wife before God. You, hey, 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 hey. Look up here. I, I shouldn't have listened to Tony Hudson the other night. Look up here. You shouldn't let your children bef come before God. That's dangerous. You shouldn't let your job come before God. Your money, but most of all, yourself. Deuteronomy chapter 6 Verse 5 is where this comes from. I want you to turn back there. I'll be preaching on that tonight on the hope for America, the family. The hope for America, the family. But I want you to turn in your Bibles, please. And I, and I, I, got, I got such a long message, I'm nervous. But I'm going to try to narrow it down to 45 minutes. Look at De Deuteronomy chapter 6. And I want you to look at verse 5. It says, but I, Let's go back to verse 4. 6-4. Y'all with me? Listen, we're not palm readers. We're Bible readers. Follow along. If there's anything I preach that's not biblical, uh, just mark it off. I hope everything's... If it's, not, if it's not biblical, it's not spiritual. If it's not scriptural, it's not spiritual. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Now listen to this. And, there's, and that, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. Mark adds the word mind. And that's alright. Because it's still inspired. We're to love God, number one, supremely. All our heart, without pretense. Not just say we love Jesus, but live it. Walk it. Express it. And react in it. It's easy to love someone that loves you. But here's the test. Love someone that hates you. 
and despitefully uses you. We are to love God with all our heart, back in the, in the text. We ought to love the Lord thy God with all our soul. Heart means no pretense, not just say we love Him. I mean deep within. And the soul means emotion. We're not to love God with some kind of dry, antiseptic love. We're to be emotional about our love. You know, I believe a lot of your marriages would be helped tremendously if some of you men would show a little emotion towards your wife. Say amen. I mean, a little passion never hurt a marriage. Say amen right there, ladies. I mean, if he'd just touch you once in a while, it'd be a blessing. I mean, if he'd speak to you twice a day and not just want something, that'd be a real blessing. And folks, sometimes we have antiseptic marriages. You know, well, I'll tell her I love her when I, when I, when, when I, when, when I told her on the altar and when I don't love her, she'll, she'll find out. Amen? No. We ought to express it. We ought to, we ought to be intimate. And I believe in emotions. Now, y'all all can't be emotional. I, mean, so, so, I drive some of y'all crazy. I'm, still, I'm shocked that y'all are still in this church because y'all are about as unemotional as any people I've ever met. But, you know, that's you and that's me. I'm not trying to change you. Don't you change me. But I'll just tell you this. It's all right one time, once in a while, to just nod your head and come back up. It's all right smile. It's all right to encourage a preacher. Hey, some of you Sunday school teachers, you ought to listen like you want people to listen to you at 10 o'clock. Amen. Wouldn't it be great if they all come in Sunday school class and fell asleep on you? I think there ought to be some emotional response. I think I believe in amen, I believe in hallelujah, I believe in praise God. I'm not saying you're not spiritual if you don't, but I'm just saying I believe that there ought to be with all our soul. Soul, brother, amen. Don't mean you eat collard greens all the time. It just means praise God. It's from your heart. You, 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 you're emotional about Jesus. Because I found out a long time ago, there is some feelings in salvation. I preach against it now as far as your assurance of salvation. It's by faith and the fact. But after the faith and the fact, the caboose sure is a lot of joyful times. Amen. I was thinking about this morning getting up and I was praying for Brother Gary Harris. I was praying for Brother Gary Ledford. And I just got a little emotional. I said, thank you, Lord, that I can get in that car with my four grandchildren. My wife was picking up somebody and I didn't want to, I want to try to help out. Remind me of old times when we had four children at home. That was, a, that was a riot getting to Sunday school on time. Praise God. I commend you parents being on time with four kids. Or even more than one. Or a dog out back. Praise God. I'm just glad, you, I'm glad you're on time. Say amen. It takes discipline to be on time. Some of you ain't got any children at all and you can't be on time. Some of you live across the street. You ain't been on time in three months. But folks, listen, you think about those people who have about four or five kids. You, get, you love. And then I, I was so th- thankful my, my grandchildren wanted to go to Sunday school this morning. And then I, I had a little motivation. I said, and we're going to put up flags outside because I couldn't find them yesterday. Jason hit them. And Jason already put them up. I said, take them down. He said, what? I said, take them down. I have used that as a motivation. Lexi's all excited about putting up a flag. Oliver is so excited about putting up a flag. 
I said, take them down. So he took them down, put them back in the lobby. Here we were putting up those flags. And they were so excited. Folks, childlike faith's okay. I'm telling you, friend, getting excited about the house of God's okay. I mean, loving the things of God's okay. It's better than okay. It's just, it's just, it's just right to be in love with your Lord that died in your place and took your hell and took your sin debt and praise God, you're going to heaven. And we'll be with our grandbabies, Brother Chris and Miss Gina. We'll be with those that went on before. I'm going to tell you something. We ought to get, get to loving Jesus with all our soul. God help us. They tried to dismiss me the other day. Brother Southern called me out in the camp meeting and says, all you over 65 can go first. And that includes you, Brother Cofield. Go on. I looked at him. I said, no, I'm with Eddie Key and he's 62 and I'm going to wait on him. Praise God. But I hope I never get too old to be excited about the Lord. Y'all just put me out to pastor when that takes place. And I hope, praise God, I can still get excited about preaching the Word of God and hearing the Word of God say amen. I've heard so much preaching this week. I might take a vacation next week, amen. Whew. They'll preach you to death down there at that camp all day long. Whew. It's wonderful. I love it. And folks, listen, we love the Lord supremely. We love God emotionally. And then we love Him with all our mind. Very simple message this morning, but I want to keep it simple. You know what that means? We ought to love God with consideration. We ought to meditate on Him. Folks, that's a lost art. Joshua 1.8 says if you'll meditate, you'll have success. The Bible says that we ought to meditate on Him day and night, Psalms chapter 1. Amen? That means uh, chew the cud, cud. It means, it means to regurgitate it. It means to meditate on it. It means to memorize it. It means to meditate. It means to paralyze it. And it means, means to actualize it. Obey is better than sacrifice. And folks, listen. We live in a day and age where the TV's blaring all the time whether you're watching it or not. Oh, I'm going to really get touchy here. There's a telephone in every... Body's hand, or a game machine, or something. I ain't never seen anything like it. It's a great babysitting tool, but it's probably not right. <laughs> I mean, everybody's just being quiet. You look over there. It's not going to be carpal tunnel wrists. It's going to be carpal tunnel tums, t thumbs, tums. I need tums four grandchildren, in the future. Yes, sir, I guarantee you that. We're raising a generation that can't even look people in the eyes anymore because they're... Oh, it's getting real quiet now. Woo, it's getting... Woo, woo, woo. Oh, I hit a nerve on that one. We're in a generation today that they'd rather text than talk. I'll never forget one time the ladies wanted permission to do something, I think yard sale or something. And it was a group sent it to me, so I sent the back group back to them. And I'm going to tell you something, friend. That thing 
translated a word. I said, we'll shoot for Tuesday. And it, 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 it spelled, checked it, and it sent out. And I looked and I went, oh! How can I get that word back? I had to call every one of those ladies and say, you know I didn't mean that. Carolyn Stiles, I think she's, oh, Brother Wayne, we know about this spell check. Don't worry about it. Because she's a big texter, you know. But, I, I, you know, friend, listen. We ought to do more than just text our Lord. We ought to express to our Lord how much we love Him. Last time I checked, it's all right to cry in church. It's hard to cry while you pray. Some of you haven't shed a tear since you've been saved. You ought to try it. God dried my tears up for a few months. We ought to serve Him consciously. We ought to make some decisions. Folks, I want to say this, and I want to say it very, very straight. You don't love the Lord with all your mind if your mind's in the trash. If your mind's in the gutter. Wednesday night, if you skip church and go up here and hear this rock and roll fireworks, you ain't right with God. We have our own fireworks here until I find out how much it costs, and I ain't going to have them. I ain't spend no $600 no fireworks. If you want to do it, go ahead and waste your money, but I'll say this right now. If you can sit around rock and roll music concert and not feel uncomfortable, something's wrong in your soul. Why? Because it doesn't glorify God. It doesn't put your mind on heavenly things. Folks, garbage in, garbage out. Gospel in, gospel out. Christ honor music in, Christ honor music out. Contemporary crowd, take that. I know there's nobody here, but there might be somebody that tunes in because they're looking for some mistake I make to make. Don't ever debate on Facebook. You're wasting your blessed time. Amen? It's just a waste of time. Don't do it. Don't do it. You can't go to somebody face to face. Don't, don't get into this stuff. But folks, listen, with all your mind, penny for your thought right now. I want to ask you a question. What was you thinking about when you was in the shower this morning? Well, that's a personal question. I looked in the mirror and about fainted. Yeah, I know. But I think it ought to be the Lord. My, my, my goal is just to get out, get in, get out. Amen. I got too much to do to sit in the shower for five days. And also, we've got a bad hot water heater. And I won't leave no hot water for the rest of the kids. But what do you meditate on? What do you sing about? I want to tell you this. If you love God, He's on your mind. Because He was on your mind when, when He was on the cross. Aren't you glad He was mindful of you? Let this mind be in Christ. You ought to have a Christ-like mind. You ought to love Him for helping your mind. Somebody say amen right there. You say, I didn't get that. That's because you ain't listening. What's in your mind? I want to tell you something, folks. Most of the time, what's in your mind is what's in the mirror. You think about, oh, what if they'll think about this little zit or what do they think about this hair? I don't know what they'll think about my hair. Ain't much to think about. Oh, I wonder if I can be cool today as I go to church. I wonder if I can get a boyfriend. I wonder if I can get a girlfriend. That's very dangerous for your marriage. Say amen right there. But it's all about numero uno. Did I get that right? Numero uno. Okay, come on. I got, some, I got to have a check, man. I only took two years of high school Spanish. I don't know what I'm saying. We're all concerned about what people's going to think when you ought to be thinking about what does God think? 
And so, folks, there's only one way to get the mind of Christ, and it's right here. Say amen right now. Hey, if you don't stay in this Bible and you meditate and let it outline you instead of you outline it, you'll never have the mind of Christ to love Him mentally, emotionally. And there's one other, and I'll close. I might start a series out of this. That's why I like preaching through the Bible with all our strength. It implies that our love for the Lord is not a thing that is done in word only. But it's expressed by a yielded body. Amen. Folks, life's too short to live for sports. Some of y'all are trying to make your child a professional athlete. About a one out of a million chance he's going to make that. Now, if you can play sports and still glorify God, do it. I'm not preaching against your little league, unless it comes before God. Oh, amen. Come on now, amen. We can go to sports camps. We ain't got time to go to Bible camps. Because <laughs> little Johnny's going to grow up and be a major leaguer. And folks, that might be the worst curse in his life. I told you about the girl that grew up in this church and her, her daddy wanted her to go to AAU softball every Sunday and they quit church and started going to all the nation. She turned out to be a lesbian. She left her husband for another woman and took her daughter with her. I'm not saying all ball players are like that. I'm saying there is no reason to put all your strength in fun. It's in the furtherance of the gospel. It's for His glory. I mean, you can do other things. But I want to tell you something, those other things should never come before God. That's love. I'm just talking, I'm talking about love. I'm talking about real love. Love has priorities. Love is preeminent. And folks, we ought to serve God because we love Him, and we ought to serve Him sincerely, but I believe it's all right to serve God fervently. I, on purpose, didn't go to the softball game the other day because I... I was sick. I was having some stomach problems. But I knew if I went, I'd be like some of you that didn't walk for three more days, hobbling around here like some old men. And you're only 18, that's bad. But man, we're going to do everything we can to impress or, or, or have fun or, or, or just look good. Hallelujah. You know, just, I got to look good. I got to look in shape when you're not in shape. Entire energy of our being ought to be for God. Is that asking too much? No, I think it ought to be for work. Well, one day you're going to leave your work behind. I've never seen a U-Haul it behind a hearse yet. You can't take it with you. We ought to be enlightened. We ought to be sincere. We ought to be fervent. This is the spirit of the greatest commandment. True love for Jesus manifests itself in all areas of life. Do you love people? Well, the Bible says in 1 John 3, 14, if you, if you don't love your brethren, you're not saved. The Bible says in John 13, 35, they'll know that we're disciples because we love one another. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13, you can move mountains and give your life for Jesus and know all the mysteries of the Bible and everything else and be eloquent of speech, but if you don't have love, you are nothing. Zero. 
And then it goes on and tells you how to express God's love. It's kind. I think we need a revival of kindness in our homes. Say amen. I think we ought to treat our wife better than we do unannounced guests. I believe we ought to have some honor in the home. I believe parents ought to honor their children, but the children definitely ought to honor the parents. And that means respect. I have little, I have a whole lot of concern for any teenager that doesn't respect his parents and appreciates them and obeys them. Do you love his people? Number two, do you love his word? With all thy mind. You need to meditate every day in the Word of God. And I don't think it's asking too much to ask you to come back Sunday night. Hey! I don't believe it's the extra mile coming on Wednesday night either. I think it's our reasonable service, but I think it's just our reasonable intellect that we want to know God. I think it's our reasonable heart. I just love God. I love God's people. I want to be around them. I'm not looking for a ball game. I'm not looking for excuse. I'm not looking for another appointment. I want to be in the house of God. And I'm just going to say this right out front. It is a great testimony to a lost and dying and definitely indifferent world when you love God. Amen. I mean, when you just show up all the time and over time and your priority is Jesus, you love His Word, and then you even love His commandments. See, this is a summation of thou shalt have no other gods. Thou shalt make no other graven image. Keep the Sabbath. Uh, There is no other gods before. All those first four commandments. And then the pivotal ones, honor thy father and mother. And then it goes into the commandments that involve others. So the first four is summed up in love God. And the last six is love somebody else. Like God loves you. And he's saying, it sums it up. There is no greater commandment. Folks, listen. We ought to thank God that the Lord loved us enough to say, thou shalt not. I mean, folks, listen. If he says, thou shalt not commit adultery, he's just trying to help your life. It's a sin against the body. It's a sin against the church. It's a sin definitely against your mate. And it's a sin against society. And our society is crumbling because of that sin and the destruction of the home. I'll preach on that tonight. Then we ought to love His worship. Do you love being here? You ought to look like it anyway. Show it. You ought to be a good example of it. I love the way you listen. The other night, somebody was telling me, man, I just love your preaching. I was embarrassed by it. But I believe she was really sincere. I believe she was really, you know, I just love this. Where we have... What, what, what did I do the last 10 years? What in the world did I miss? And so enthusiastic about it. And folks, I want to tell you something. That's okay to encourage your preacher to keep on preaching. Because I sure get a whole lot of discouragement to stop preaching. It's straight. All you teachers wish everybody just come to you and say, man, that was the sorriest lesson I ever heard in my life. Right? My word. Didn't you study? Oh, just somebody says, hey, I got something out of that lesson. Thank God. We love His Word. We love His worship. Folks, He had no way of being critical towards Jesus because He backed it up, Leviticus 18, about loving your neighbor. And Deuteronomy chapter 6, love God. 
and love him like no other love. King Cyrus of Persia took a prisoner, a noble prince, his wife and his children. When they brought him to the leader's tent to stand before him, Cyrus said to the prince, What will you give me if I set you free? He replied, I'll give you half of my possessions. What will you give me if I, if I, if I release your children? Continued Cyrus. Your majesty, I'll give you all that I possess. Then the king questioned him further and said, But what will you give me if I set your wife at liberty? And looking at the one he loved so dearly, the prince replied without hesitation, If you will restore my wife to freedom, I'll give you my life. And Cyrus was so moved by the devotion that he released the entire family without asking recompense. And that evening the prince said to his wife, Did you not think Cyrus was a very handsome man? I didn't notice him, she explained. Why, my dear, where was your eyes? Explained her husband. She replied, I had eyes only for the one who said he would lay down his life for me. Folks, I want to tell you something. We ought to have a heart and eyes for the one that laid down his life us ain't no athlete ever died for me ain't no president ever died for me there ain't no person that's ever laid down his life for me that was perfect left the splendor and glory of heaven three days later rose from the dead there's nobody like him and there's nobody that loves like him and God deserves for us to love Him with all our heart and all our soul and all our mind and all our might. That is the commandment of all commandments. It's over all the commandments. It, 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 it sums up all the commandments. We ought to serve the Lord with gladness, but most definitely we ought to serve the Lord with love. Go back to the day you were saved. Where did Jesus find you? I was a son of a drunk on the fifth row back, minding my own business, going to hell. And my crazy cousin, I talked to him yesterday, was elbowing me and said, Wayne, you need to get saved. I don't want to go to heaven without you. We were that close. We were brothers. I, come, on, come on. Come on. Here it is again. Invitation. But the night that my preacher preached on hell, there was an elbowing from within. And I walked down the aisle crying like a baby. I was embarrassed because I was Kuhan, 11 year old, you know. I had several girlfriends looking at me, you know. I thought. They really weren't, but I thought. And I trusted the Lord as my Savior. I asked Him to forgive me my sins. I looked back, my daddy was even weeping a little bit because he was made to go to every service even though he drank all week because mother wouldn't feed him if he didn't go to church. My mother was boo-hooing. My sister was even crying. And there was no hell to miss and no heaven to gain. If I died tomorrow, this life with Jesus has been worth it. His grace has been worth it. His spirit, the down payment of heaven, is so precious. He even leads me in prayer, Brother Jack. 
and I can pray in the Holy Ghost as you taught on this morning. It's a wonderful life. It's a beautiful life. Brother Chris, I didn't earn it. There's no ladder to heaven. There's only a cross. And I got saved by His grace. And He picked me up. We were so, we were so poor. My, wife, my, 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 my daddy wouldn't go on vacation. And when we did go on vacation, we stayed in one of those little block motels that no human ought to stay in. They didn't even have air conditioning. I mean, roach infested. Daddy said, this is nice, isn't it? And I said, what? This is a dump. He didn't have no money because he drank it all. Mama saved it all, and we went on vacation maybe once or twice in my whole lifetime. That's why I go on one every three weeks. No, not really. Hey, hey, listen. But I was glad my daddy thought enough to take us on one. My mother saved up and said, you want to take us on a little vacation? But just think about heaven. You're going there. The Lord saved you because He took your hell. And then He looks at you and says, here's the whole commandment. Love me with all your heart, and all your soul, and all your mind, and all your might. And this is the greatest commandment. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your love. Lord, I didn't get into the outline. That's just the introduction. I'll try to get with it next Sunday morning. But God, I thank you for the completeness of this great command. All the other commandments hang on it. And I thank you, God, for the great cost of this command. You first loved us. God, you've done so much for us. Can't imagine what some of these families have been through. God, you gave them grace. And they haven't turned their back on you. They still love you. And you still love them. And God, there's a plan that supersedes our even our logic. Our hearts are broken, but God, we know that you're not in the hurting business, you're in the making business of us to be more like you. So God. Please help us not to waste our life loving the things of this world. God, help us tonight, this morning, every night, every morning, not to waste our life just loving ourselves. But God, help us to love you supremely, sacrificially, unconditionally. faithfully as you love us.